Welcome to Ona, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal. No way. We take part ourselves. That's right. When they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Ross Blotcher. And I'm Carrie Poppy. And today we bring you a live show from SF Sketchfest. Yeah. And, and usually we walk on stage and we actually introduce <laughs> what our show is and what we do. Maybe We're having a grand old time. There and- might be people there who've never seen us before. They've been dragged in by their friends. But why bother? <laughs> we just, we were so at home with our friends in San Francisco, we jumped right in. And then forgot to do this part. Live from San Francisco, California. Hi, San Francisco. Hi, everybody. Thanks for coming out on a stormy night. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming to San Francisco Sketchfest. And thanks for having us, Cobb's Comedy Club. Yeah. Let's just keep naming things so they have to keep clapping. (laughs) Thank you, California. (laughs) Northern Hemisphere. (laughs) Antibiotics. I mean, we're all here because of them. So you're probably thinking, what did they do once they came here to San Francisco? Did they do anything adventurous upon their arrival? Who do you think you're talking to? Yeah, we've left some clues up here. Some of you may have figured this out already. But, but first, we want to share with you a mystery that we discovered when we arrived here in San Francisco because we were staying at a hotel that had the names of movies on the door plates. So this is my door, if any of you want to harass me tonight. <laughs> Freebie and the Bean. Freebie and the Bean. Wait, who's actually heard of this? Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. okay about Ver- six people. I'd yeah. Say. Scattered hands. I'd never heard of Freebie and the Bean. Me neither. And there are these classics represented: the Maltese Falcon, Sister Act. Okay. And then Freebie and the Bean. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna reveal some of these names and see like how quickly it comes to you what the theme is. All right. We have okay. Being Human, Harold and Maude. Okay. Someone Guess who's okay. coming to dinner? Who who gets it already? I hear, yes? Uh, unconventional parodies. Oh, unconventional parodies. Okay, okay. Unconventional let's, parody hotel. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's reveal some more. American, American graffiti. graffiti. A modest hand in row three, yes. I think they're all films in the Bay, filmed in the Bay Area or they have something to do with Ding, ding, ding. Yep. Oh, very Bay quick. Area. And you, interesting you said filmed in because that's right. Not taking place in... Some of these were only filmed there. So Carrie mentioned the Maltese Falcon, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Sister Act, The Jazz Singer. That one really threw us because the story takes place in Los Angeles. But was filmed here. Any other two people at a hotel wouldn't go to every door so we- and, see, <laughs> and see what movie that- and then try to pull it all together and then go to the hotel staff and be like, what is it? Carrie, I'll like, download photos know. while you go write the names of all the rooms in the entire hotel. <laughs> And I did. We felt this would give it away. All right, here we have 48 Hours, Dirty Harry, and here we go. Bullet, The Rock, Birdman of Alcatraz, Star Trek Four. <laughs> yeah, if that didn't give it away, then. 
What was really great is... I have no threat for that. (laughs) As I was walking around, floors two and three, which are the first two floors, because floor one is just the lobby. Floors two and three are very broken up by genre. It's like, okay, this is like the buddy cop floor. And okay, this is the heist floor. By floor five, they're like, fuck it. I don't know. Uh, Heart and souls, but also someone loves heart and souls over stage, right? It was just all scattershot. They gave up. Well, thank you for participating. Well done. Very well done. I'm impressed. You got it faster than we did, that's for sure. (laughs) When we were coming up here, I've had a dream for a long time to investigate something in my hometown, something that I've been familiar with for many years, the mystery spot. Yeah, in Santa Cruz, California. It's appropriate that you had a dream for a long time, and we went there on Martin Luther King Day. (laughs) I had a dream. For a long time. And there the comparisons end. (laughs) (laughs) So this is, we're going to have to narrate this and make sure that we're not relying on the visuals because we make a podcast, Mm -hmm. but everyone here is seeing a lot of pictures. We will post them online on Facebook, so find them there. But yeah, here's the entrance to the mystery spot. It said 465 mystery spot drive, wave, avenue. Drive. I don't know. I'm going with drive. It's out in the middle of the Santa Cruz woods, which are beautiful. This is my favorite environment. We're looking at redwoods and ferns and banana slugs. We'll get to that. So Santa Cruz is where you grew up. Yeah, that's right. I'm uh, west side Santa Cruz woods. Ross is trying to make a W with his fingers. Um, Is anyone else from Santa Cruz? Oh, hey, all right. Three polite people raising their hands. Nice, okay. Yeah, John Street, kind of on that side near Natural Bridges. Yeah, that's where I was born and raised. (laughs) (laughs) Go visit. But you'd never been, wait, had you been to the mystery spot? No, so I've been Uh. to Santa Cruz a number of times because one of my best friends went to college there, but never to the mystery spot. He apparently thought it wasn't worthy of visit. Well... I know. That's just sad. They've built quite a presence there, and they, they are known for their bumper stickers. You've seen the bumper stickers. It's still, you'll find them all over the country. It's this bright yellow bumper sticker, and in black it says mystery spot with a big O that looks like if a CD were completely opaque, but it still had that hole in the middle. It's kind of that size of O. Right in the front, they have a car completely covered in the mystery spot bumper stickers. I don't think I've ever seen you as enthused about a graphic design as you were about this particular... I got my cup. Yeah, Ross really, really likes this design and, and talked about it for a long time. I was time sad they day. didn't have a shirt that was just yellow with the logo. Yeah, missed opportunity. Lots of shirts. Anyway, so you come up to this big old tree and there's signs pointing every which way. And they, they have made this into a whole event. There's really only one thing to see. The mystery spot itself, small. The mystery spot event, big. Yeah, they've really smartly marketed this. They've had various uh, media coverage over the years. So you can see the Life magazine with the, the tall man and the shorter woman leaning next to each other. This is from Ripley's Believe It or Not. The mystery spot in Santa Cruz, California has areas in which it is impossible to stand upright. Ooh, whoa. I guess that checks out. Yeah. Also accurate about any tilted space. (laughs) (laughs) Of which there are many in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, We mentioned banana slugs. So there was a banana slug crossing sign. Anatomy of a banana slug. 
I was getting really excited about this, and I told you, Carrie, we're going to have to keep our eyes open. I'd love it if you could see a banana slug, because usually it takes some work to yeah. actually locate like, one. Don't get your hopes up. You never know, but they're really beautiful. They're really, you know, hard to find anywhere else but here. Once we're standing in the queue, Carrie says, oh, look. Is that a banana slug? <laughs> oh. It was way too easy. <laughs> Secret between you and me, don't tell Ross. Uh, the family next to me was like, look, there's a banana slug. And I was like, hey, Ross. I'm very smart and interesting. I'm so impressed that you found that banana Thank slug. Thank you, Ross. It was really cool. So we bought our tickets in advance. Uh, I remember once trying to go in high school with a friend, and we determined that it was too expensive to get in. Mm. But it's an $8 ticket. Aw. So yeah. I guess that Life probably changes between high school says and now. more about my, yeah. my financial status I mean, at the time. honestly, congrats. Yeah, hey. We've arrived at the mystery spot. <laughs> And $5 for parking. That's how they get you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So then here's just the brochure showing kind of how they advertise this. And they talk about some of these uh, various theories of what happened. Uh, you know, flying saucer fans speculate the cones of metal unknown to us were brought here and buried in our Earth as guidance systems for their spacecraft. It's crazy. It's perplexing. It's nature's magic. That's why it's called The, the mystery, mystery Spot. Spot. Yeah, so there's various theories, including that uh, there's nitrogen gas leaking up through the ground, or maybe it's too much carbon dioxide, or whatever gas you want. And then that disrupts your cognition, and you can't see straight. Wherever we'd read online, or the tour guide would tell us, you know, there'd be all these different theories. So, yeah, maybe there's these giant deposits of metal underground, or maybe pools of magma that are fighting against each other. Uh, Swirling in opposite directions. That creates a vortex. And it just reminds me that sometimes you have a theory in want of... Uh, phenomena, but you know we'll mm. get to that. So, you know, first you have to establish something is really happening. Then you come up with the the wild. Certainly, it's not just a slanted house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's our intro sign. So as you walk in, there's this is big. Yeah, big sign. It's what? How tall do you think that thing is? Uh, probably about Five four feet. feet. All right, yeah. four and a half feet. Yeah, it's it's really tall, and it seems that it was placed by the original owner. And it could have used some copy editing. That's true. <laughs> this, you know, big sign, small font. And it's just this very verbose description of how originally George Prather was the, the guy who bought this land. So the story is uh, there was a lumber company that owned all this land. And this guy came along and he wanted to buy just this little parcel of flat land. Uh, Across so he, the street. So he could build a house. And they said, all right, we'll sell it to you, but you have to buy this whole hill. Because that's going to be hard for us to sell because it's hard to build on. Yeah, and that kind of thing happens. Yeah. So he said, oh, all right. He purchased it in 1939, and then he brought some surveyors. They started to walk up. Immediately, they found that the compasses were pointing in the wrong direction. What? What's going on? So someone told them, oh, maybe it's barbed wire or some metal underground. But then he said, oh, we looked for that, and that couldn't have been it. And then we walked up the hill, and we were lightheaded, and we could hardly see straight, and we looked at our compasses again. And they still pointed what we're pretty sure is the wrong direction. <laughs> and then he actually says, we didn't have another compass to compare it to, but we feel confident. Yeah, and then they felt very tired. And all of this is still less text than is on that side. Oh, yeah, yeah. They also make a big deal of how it's a mystery. <laughs> when they walked up this super steep hill, they were so tired. 
How does that happen? Weird. As we arrived there, they told us about this compass thing, and they said, oh, yeah, it'll point the wrong direction. It'll say, that's north, and she pointed off towards north, and so I brought my phone out. Sure enough, there's a compass in these modern phones, and it pointed in that direction. That's north. Oh, my goodness. But later on, I looked on Google Maps, and I checked, and that was north, so it was... <laughs> <laughs> it was right, but nice one. That's pretty clever. Yeah, a compass pointing the wrong way, you have to first find out that you know what the right way is. It, this might be the most mysterious thing, is that there was no cell phone coverage there. So, no. yes, yeah, something's Whoa. going on. Something. We had uh, 11.48 was our arrival time. Got there right beforehand. <laughs> so then you wait in this queue area for your tour guide, and we had Lily. Lily is so great. If you go to the mystery spot, wait a for Lily's tour. Ask for Lily. Say, I'm, I won't take any less. She would be an excellent Jungle Cruise skipper. Yes. I don't know when this became part of the mystery spot tour, but it's filled with bad puns and... Dad jokes. Crowd work. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's hilarious. And she has a skill that's so important in a tour guide, which is she will give you the exact same amount of energy whether you are giving her energy back or not. You could be so bored and she doesn't care. She's talking to you just like you were so excited. <laughs> we, we that's tr- hard. We tried to <laughs> oh, reciprocate. Sure. And, yeah, uh, well, yeah, we're not giving her stony looks. There were a group of kids there as well. So yeah, she got some audience participation. But every now and then it would be that, I can't hear you. Or, uh, <laughs> oh, come on, this is more mysterious than that. How excited are you? She would make little self-deprecating jokes about how she couldn't get a better job and how her boss was going <laughs> to demote her if we didn't give her a positive <laughs> review. Yeah. But always with a smile. And uh, so as you're waiting in this queue area, they tell you about kind of the nature of this area, that there's a 150-foot radius around the center of this mystery spot. And she says, so it forms a, what do we call it, mystery? And we all say, spot. spot. And she says, mystery circle. Pay attention. <laughs> fun. Very good. She's having fun. So we were right on the edge as we begin, as we form our queue, we're right on the edge of that 150 foot thing. So she said, outside of that, everything is normal. But as soon as you step inside, things get weird. So uh, everybody's looking at Lily. She's wearing kind of a park ranger type uh, drab green outfit with a badge. She's got a cement structure there that's supposed to be perfectly level. She said the other cement was originally built level, but it sort of drifted over the years. Uh, But then she demonstrated to us on this tablets that they were even with each other. And she put down, of course, a level. A level. That's going to be very important, right? And so they're not shy about this. And I brought my own level, (laughs) like you do. Yes, he did. And at first she congratulated me on my enthusiasm, but then she said, I know we've always got skeptics. I see you, sir. I see you, sir. <laughs> but, but she demonstrated and had some kids come up and verify, told us about, you know, the bubble in the middle. Oh, yeah, that was one of the jokes. I said spirit level, because sometimes people will want to specify spirit level, bubble level. And she said that's the British name? Is that a thing? Is that what they say in Britain? I I think it was just a a transition to her next line, which was, we know this one is American because it says, Made Made in in China. China. (laughs) Then she shot a hippo. (laughs) Then after the the brief introduction, they they let you up the hill. So as you can see, it it is a steep climb. And here's looking back down the hill. But they tell you, it is two times harder than a similar hill anywhere else. Whoa. <laughs> I'm impressed. Are how, you not impressed? How do you test that? 
Yeah. But as you as you're winded as you get to the top, you don't feel so it's bad. Hard. Like, oh well. Because it's steep. <laughs> this one's and extra then, hard. Yeah, she said that the end of it is much easier. She said the t- when you're oh, going up. Oh, the gradation of difficulty. Right. When you're going up and it's very very steep, that's harder. But as you near the top and it kind of evens out, that's easier. Isn't that mysterious? <laughs> and even the little kids in front of me were like, "What? <laughs> no." She had us, uh, you know, yell to all the people below, so they saw that we were having a good time. Mm -hmm. Again, she has to show that her tour is better than the next one. (laughs) So you can see me in that photo. Really important. That's the back of my head. Behind all the children. Also wearing a drab green. True. All right, so now now we're up at the main attraction. And, yeah, when you break it down, really, the mystery spot is this one building. Mm -hmm. So just so you know. It's a little tiny cabin that is kind of, tilted it fell down a hill and but that's not enough we need to build a whole lore around it we can't just say come see the tilted house so we're standing outside the house right now and we're kind of on a uphill portion of a slope going down toward this house and everything is cattywampus at this point so i'm i'm trying to hold the camera to what feels level to me but the house already feels kind of tilting but from here on out up is down left is right very Mm -hmm. confusing um so uh, another shot of that. There we go. That's me looking at my feet. So this is an area where if you kind of stand uh, facing downhill, you'll be naturally leaning backward. And then if you turn around, you face uphill, you're leaning forward. Because your brain doesn't want you to fall over. Right. So then if you're looking downhill, your feet are going to be more in front of you than you're used to. If you're looking uphill, they're going to be more behind you than you're used to. And we'll make a big deal of this. So Lily then... <laughs> <laughs> Lily wants to demonstrate the, the flatness of this board. They've set up this little kind of perch that they can put a board out, and it looks like it's completely leaning upward. Some, they wanted somebody they said, smart. let's pick the person who looks the smartest. <laughs> and I was wearing glasses. <laughs> and so I was selected. <clears throat> no big deal. I have myopia. And, uh, this went to your head. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went up and looked at it, and I was like, ah, oh, that's level. And she's like, bah! <laughs> Clapped for me. That's almost insulting. So, so sure. here will be a, a little bit of a demonstration. She did a couple things. She had a ball that she put up there. You know, she kind of pushed it back so we would see it go uphill and fall off the end, but it accidentally fell off the other end. Oops, oops, wait, I pushed too hard. <laughs> so she tried that again, and it worked the way it was supposed to. So it looks like the ball would either stay still or roll the other way, but instead it rolls toward you. And now you can see a demonstration of water. So toward us feels like uphill. What? The water came out uphill? You're not impressed. That's it for... I was impressed. I was there. I was going to say, we we proved it. (laughs) There's that enthusiasm. And then she is showed that us. Lily, Lily, is that you? you? Oh, no. oh, we should have invited her. We should have. Oh yeah. And then she showed us the backside of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Jungle Thank Cruise you. fans in the audience. All right, then we get inside the and house, like, and this is really cool. Like it's tilted, cool. a bunch. So you walk into this house, and as you can see, like just to keep your center of gravity, you end up tilting quite a lot. But you don't feel like you're tilting that much, right? Your brain's doing it for you. So, you know, you look back at these pictures of yourself and you look like you're 
like half falling over. But it doesn't feel that way. It's wild. From the outside, as you're approaching it, it looks like it's all tilted to the left or uh, counterclockwise. Uh, So we're looking back the other direction. And yeah, there's a table inside. And if you try to stand upright on the table, you just find yourself leaning out into the room. And all your visual cues are just saying, oh, you're supposed to fall over. Uh, But really, you're, you're just balancing. So here we are. So, okay, so we said, okay, I'm usually taller than Ross by a good three inches. Yeah. So, okay, let's switch places so that I look shorter, Ross looks taller. Now, you might be thinking, but Carrie, you're squatting a bunch. But I'm not. My leg was actually completely straight on the right-hand side there. It just looks like I'm also squatting. So we're both leaning about 10 to 15 degrees counterclockwise in the photo. Uh, But yeah, Carrie's got a a balancing foot out to stabilize herself. She doesn't feel that she's doing that. Yeah, it's wild. So there's a grip above the door frame. You can grab onto that and just holding yourself up straight, your body's tilted way to the side. He's not using his core. That's just happening. (laughs) Just hanging on for dear life. And again, here's the demonstration of just kind of standing on this table and then leaning out over the void. Normally, this is right before things crash and your mom comes yelling at you. (laughs) But you're not even leaning or intentionally leaning. No, yeah, yeah, I feel very stable there. There's two compartments within this room. So you pass through the threshold after you've hoisted yourself up on these, these bars. And now you're in the second part of the room, and they've got different ways to demonstrate this effect. So one thing they have you do is do push-ups, and they're very easy because you're on an incline. So, so all your weight's at your feet. Though so, that's not how it was explained. <laughs> right, yes. We're, we're editorializing a bit. So here's Carrie doing some push-ups. Really easy. What like can a boss. I say? Yeah. Then they have this big pendulum. What did she say? It was made out of lead and something? Lead alloy. Okay. Then she would demonstrate how, you know, when you pull it back and let it go, it does all these counterintuitive things. So I thought I would show the kids, hey, look what you can do with a pendulum. So I'm holding the pendulum up next to my face and then letting go and not moving. Okay. Okay. Yep. Touching my nose. Swings away. It comes back. Is it going to hit me in the nose? No. Because of... This This entered my nightmare last night. Tell me more. Yeah. Uh, This is neither here nor there, but I slept 16 hours last night. (laughs) I hadn't slept a lot. I've been sick. It was a party. But during this REM relapse, I had a bunch of nightmares, and one was that Ross showed this to a child, and then she did it, and it just bashed her face (laughs) off. I swear, physics worked every time before this. <laughs> All right, here we get to one of the, I would say, most alarming demonstrations, like really effective visuals. Mm-hmm. So as you walk out the back of the house, there's you know the back porch, if you will, and there's one board that's been set at what they say is level. And they call people up, and specifically they look for, you know, who in the audience is six feet tall? We had a lot of really tall guys in our group, so yeah. they all were competing for tallest. And they started filling in the ranks, so I'm on the short side, my five foot five over there. And so we're lining up, and already, you know, the way I'm holding the camera, it feels kind of level, and it's already looking like we're the same height. So this is looking at that board from Carrie's perspective. She's in the audience uh, at an angle. And so you... we've got the tallest person closest to me and the shortest person furthest away. So she's going to have us all kind of compare, have everyone observe. Just remember how people look. Carrie gets a new vantage point. 
And then she's going to have us all swap places. So the shortest is where the tallest is. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. All right, so you guys, can you do me a favor? Look at me. Can I have my tallest and shortest swap places? Okay, they're swapping. My next tallest and shortest also swap Tallest and shortest are swapping. Wait a minute. Something's All of a sudden, we've kind of equalized. Whoa, so now the shortest person is not quite the tallest, but a lot taller. Yeah, very effective illustration. So there's a few things to unpack there. So <laughs> that they don't expect you to unpack there. So I, I do place my level, and I see this board is not completely level. So that's kind that's of one thing. Yeah, that's helping. There would be a number of times that she'd kind of excuse that too. She'd say, "Oh yeah, we're gonna put down the level, and look, it's like close to level. Well, this spot right here, it kind of dense. Yeah, here, move so. it right over there. See, that's levels. Yep. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, you get it. <laughs> There's this other perceptual trick. So she picked one of the audience members and said, okay, we'll stand on the far end of the board, uh, you know, away from the fence and look toward the fence and you know, tell me to raise this level up or down until it looks like it's at eye level with you. So we're fully at this point engaging our perceptual systems and how we're leaning to counteract the, the slope of the hill. Um, yeah, so, so a lot of things are affecting this person's perception of what her eyeline is, right? There's the environment around her. There's the fact that her feet are doing shit that her brain's telling her to do that she doesn't know about. So her idea of where her eyeline is is anybody's guess. So she picks that intuitive eyeline and then walks over. And sure enough, it's now a full head above her own head. Very oh effective. Oh, my God. It's super cool. Is it aliens? <laughs> Probably. And also, everybody observing is on this very steep slope. So here you can see uh, the level next to Carrie, and that's holding the camera upright. So everything's thrown off. This is from 2007, actually, the last day of 2007. That was the last time I'd been to the, the mystery spot. And we have uh, my friend Charles in the foreground. He's the tall guy in this group. And so you can see everybody lined up from tall to short. And I've fixed the angle so that the board in both photos is precisely aligned. And if you overlay them, kind of 50% one over the other, now you can see that when you have on either side of the board the tallest person uh, standing next to the shortest person, his chin is just aligned at the top of her head. So it really does stay consistent, but boy, is it effective because you also have that perspective of things getting smaller as they get farther away. I know, Flat Earthers, stay with me. <laughs> That's also helping this illusion so that when it's, you know, tall, close to you to short, it looks really exaggerated. And then when it's the opposite way with the tall at the far end, now they feel equalized. Um, I won't pick on you if so, but just out of curiosity, is anyone in the audience a flat earther? Just raise I'll your hand politely. You. We'll all be friends with you. Just oh, kidding. Nope. Okay. Just curious. But then we get to another demonstration of very much uh, similar things to what we've seen. But there's this T formation that's been made out of cement. And you can stand on that. And they bring the kids up. And she, uh, Lily has them make animal noises. Uh, it's very fun. And that kid was not playing along. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah, she's like, I, if you see them, what was it? See them being level? Yeah. Make a, make a noise like, Paka! and this little boy's like, I'm not taking your fucking patronizing <laughs> attitude. Mom, Dad, I, take a video as he makes. You can make any animal noise. All right, take a video. Make a noise. He's like, ugh. She's like, oh, you're making the sound of a banana slug. <sighs> the kid's thinking, I can't wait to be she's, an adult. She's seen this before. Yep. 
And he was embarrassed, too, clearly. We were all judging him. <laughs> uh, so here you see Carrie and I standing, and, and Lily took these photos of us. You can see us on either end of this T, and this is where I put the level down. She said, okay, you want to move it right here? There we go. Perfect. Yeah, see? It's level. <laughs> we felt this wasn't so drastic a difference anyway that it really needed an overlay or explanation. But it know? evens out our height a little bit. My what won't tilt do. And they give you, at the end, the, I- the iconic bumper stickers. And so we asked her at the end, you know, you, you tip your tour guide, and you, you ask them, hey, could I get, like, four of them? And she said, here. And she just emptied her hand into mine. She gave us 25. Guess what we brought tonight. Guess what we signed and defaced. And yeah, I think we were the only people to tip her. I think that's how you secretly get 25 Oh, there's somebody else who tipped her. Oh, did he they? Just, okay. He didn't know what a gold mine he had. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so of course, you exit through the gift shop. I feel like, uh, well, they've done a really good job of kind of marketing this and creating, creating this mystique and, and just this fun atmosphere of mystery around this spot. It, it reminds me of... Uh, Loch Ness or the... the, um, Stonehenge? Yeah, or various Bigfoot sites. You know, like there's... uh, Roswell, New Mexico is all about this. You know, marketing this kind of uh, fringe idea or theory. Stonehenge? Yeah, Stonehenge. Okay, yeah. Are you waiting for me to agree or shoot it down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is Stonehenge like too too good? (laughs) I would love if, right, if you take any of those iconic shots of Stonehenge and you tilt just slightly to the left, there's a little gift shack. (laughs) I don't know if they've done that there. They should. That might be disrespectful almost. All right. Anyways, uh, so yeah, there's a little cottage industry, and I think this is where they make bigger bucks. Oh, this is a cottage industry. Am I right? Yeah, thank you. Because see, okay, I'll break it down. There's a cottage, and it's tilted, and that's the whole thing. Thin cottage industry is a term... That you use to describe when you build, like, an entire economy around what's really a small idea. And so, in this case, it's kind of a, well, see, okay, in the American vernacular, we call it a pun. It's like a play on words. Uh, I guess that takes some unpacking. So, it comes from the term play on. Play on words. You're playing on the words. Wait, does it really? Yeah. That's so oh. cool. I didn't know that. I cannot believe we got to a moment of learning in that. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good time to stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, of course, we bought some stuff. Uh, you got this. Oh, yeah. So we've got what I assume is Einstein, though he's labeled as a famous scientist. <laughs> Yeah, is he copyrighted? Will they get sued for infringement if they use the word Einstein? Famous scientist gets yeah. very angry. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. Wait, DreamHack? Okay. Person in third row says a company used Einstein's likeness and had to pay his heirs. What about like baby Einstein? They have to shell out as well? Good Look, question. You're my Einstein on Einstein. <laughs> well, that's really cool. Okay. So there we go. Generic scientist with crazy hair and, a, you know, it's almost as much Mark Twain as it is Oh, Einstein. totally. <laughs> totally. 
So it says, yeah, famous scientist gets very angry. He's walking out of the mystery spot with a full pad of paper, completely concerned, and saying, this place has broken the laws of physics. Uh, and of course, this lovely mug had to get that. The mystery spot? Oh, yeah, this book, Gravitational Mystery Spots of the United States. Carrie found this. It's by Douglas B. Vogt, V-O-G-T. Voigt. Voigt? Vote. Vote. Just drop that G. Oh, okay. okay. Vote. Vote. Remember to vote. vote. Uh, Author (laughs) of The Theory of Multidimensional Reality. I did mean to read this before the show, and that didn't happen. But he talks about various mystery spots uh, throughout the U.S. and throughout the world. There's a famous one in Oregon. Uh, There's an Oregon vortex. There's um, Sedona. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're playing on that phenomenon. Uh, In West Virginia, there's the mystery hole. And one time Sawbones, uh, we we did a show swap. We talked about near-death experiences Mm -hmm. on their show, and they talked about the mystery hole on ours. It was super fun. There's a lot of gravity hills. We have one in um, like Santa Clarita area uh, near us that I've been to. There's one in Montana. I've got a fun little story about this. So we've talked often about the IIG, the Independent Investigations Group. It's now, it's now dependent on CFI, so it's CFIIG. <laughs> and we had an applicant. So we offer, uh, now it's a $250,000 prize oh, wow for anyone who can demonstrate a claim of the paranormal. And so we get some really interesting applications. And one gentleman was named Nick Nelson. He was from Montana, and he operated this place called the Golden Vortex. And he sent us these photos where he would be shorter in one image and taller in the other, and he'd draw lines between them. But then you'd look, and his feet were completely in different placements. The camera had moved. Like, get a tripod, buddy. And we thought, okay, what's going on with this? And he said, no, no, I can actually bend space and time with my vortex skills. And I don't even need you to come out here to Montana. I can come out to Southern California and I can create a vortex and shrink space. So he could make matter shrink toward him. Right. And so the IG came up with a protocol. I'm pretty sure our buddy Spencer came up with this brilliant idea to have two poles set up at, you know, maybe six feet apart from each other. And equal height. And equal height. And then there would be sort of a rail uh, linking the two of them. So you have this just kind of square shape. And so that should be fully level. You could put a level on it and see the bubble. You know, we use those two. And, and then if you put a ball bearing, it will balance right in the middle. But if Nick can stand on one end of it and shrink space around himself, then the ball bearing should then start... Come toward uh, Nick. Yeah, great, simple uh, procedure. Yeah. So... And that man has $250,000 now. <laughs> As we always do, we have them arrive, confirm that everything's working fine. Are you feeling vortexy today? Are, uh, you know, is there anything wrong with the environment? Does this feel like a fair test? Yes, yes, yes. The ball bearing fails to move. And as often happens, the day of, he says, oh, I'm, just, I'm not sure what happened, but no, this was a fair test, and I, I can't explain why. But on the way back to Montana, he I wrote us... thought about it some more. He wrote us an email, and he'd figured out what had happened. Turns out, we were all powerful mages <laughs> who had counteracted his magic, and that's why his vortex did not work. And now Ross has $250,000. Let me fill you in on the, the basic theory here of these multi-dimensions from gravitational mystery spots. Yeah, what, what makes all these things similar? Well, let, let me boil it down to two points for you, Carrie. Okay. Mm-hmm. One, 
Everything in the universe is made up of information that exists in another time-space relationship that acts like a computer. Capiche? Oh. <laughs> Boy, All right. Well, there's right, a lot me, there. Let me okay. give you the second point. No, this, okay. this will bring it home. Information that exists in another universe? Number two. Okay. The operating system and the one who created the information is God. Okay. And as long as he thinks the universe, it exists. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, you know, he has other ways of kind of unpacking this. He talks about all these uh, multiple dimensions that are interacting with so one that, another. That sounds like a fancy way of just saying the universe exists in God's mind and whatever properties he gives to it, that's yeah. what they are. Okay. Right. So it's a yeah simulator and he's driving the rules of the simulation. Okay. I'll unpack at least the uh, four dimensions here. The first dimension <laughs> is the storage dimension. Okay. I, I, I have one of those. It's about $200 a month. He talks about the die hold. I skipped past that. That's the information is stored in a computer-like structure, which I call the die hold. Okay. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want, sir. In parentheses, the die hold was a created name because there was no word that expressed this kind of concept. <laughs> Touche. All right. I uh, can buy that. <laughs> okay. The second dimension is the transmission dimension. Okay. Time that still fell out of my car one time. <laughs> <laughs> Time still has no relevance because the transmission is instantaneous. All right. The, <laughs> okay. The third dimension. Who's reading this and is like, yep, 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 got it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, third, four. the third dimension is the world of inanimate matter from atoms to mountains. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, actually. Yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm with well, you on this one. Let's just make that the first one, but okay. And the fourth dimension, we're used to people saying, well, that's time, that's duration. Well, the fourth dimension here is the world of living things. A soul oh. is married to a physical body. So here we, we have our Cartesian dualism. Yes. Uh, everything from one-celled animals to humans. The primary quality is that these life forms must physically touch matter to manipulate it. So there we go. We have a framework to explain the mystery <laughs> spot. Uh, now which, you get it. Which is a key chapter of this book with diagrams and photos. It's great. I can't wait to read all of it. So, yeah, so it seems like they needed a lot more explanation. I felt like we don't need this explained. It's a tilted house. But no, we heard a lot of reasons why this was happening. Let's make sure there's a phenomenon first before we explain it. But this was interesting. We didn't mention this. Our tour guide, when we were up and establishing that Carrie is the smartest among us, she was asking... Okay, why, everybody, do you think that the house originally was built up the hill and it slid? Why do you think it stopped right here? Well, it's next to a very big tree. <laughs> and she said, let's all clap for her. Because <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, surely she had set it you out up and then for me. Pulled the rug right out from under you. That was rude. <laughs> Turns out. So she said those trees are younger than the house, which may be true. Okay, so I'm thinking, okay, so it slid and it, like, lost steam and stopped there? Oh, I don't need an explanation for this. But we have one. But we have one. <laughs> so what happened is that's the center of the mystery spot, and there are forces pushing every which way. There's a force pushing the house up the hill. There's a force pushing the house down the hill. Left, right, and it doesn't know where to go. So it just stays there. Very well explained. But then how do you reckon the back of gravitational mystery spots, which states very clearly, find out why it takes greater force to push a weight towards the center than away? Wait a minute. 
So that's saying everything should be moving away from the center. Right. This was sold in their gift shop. Yeah, that says that the house should be ineluctably drifting like away from the center. Like exploding and going in all directions. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's not happening. This is a mystery. Yeah. Circle. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. Mystery <laughs> circle. All right. So you can also uh, flatten pennies. Mm-hmm. And you can get tattoos. Yeah, I wanted a tattoo. I had 50 cents and there were 75 cents. I know. But here's the real disappointment. If you're not going to have a hot drink, you don't have to make a big fucking deal about how you have cold drinks. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Cold drinks front and center. That's Ugh. just that's rude. Ugh. I was I was totally a believer until that moment, and then I was like, mm-mm. Whew. Ross. Hey, Carrie. Hey. While we are in our minds mm-hmm. in San Francisco, I yeah. just want to remember what a good bra I was wearing during this show. Oh, were you? Yeah, actually I'm still I'm wearing it right now too. Hey, okay. Yeah. Tell me about this bra. Where'd you get it? You got it. It is a third love bra. It is from oh. the web merchant. Oh, this, Third love. this is good stuff. Oh, yeah. Here's uh, the deal. Yeah. Everybody's got different boobs, right? Mm-hmm, it's you true. get different size. You got different shapes. You got different hand feel. <laughs> and you want a bra that works for you. Maybe you have those sloped shoulders I've got and the bands always falling down. Right. Well, Third Love's got you covered. You go to their website. You talk about your own boobs. Yeah, it only takes like, what, 60 seconds, right? Yeah. And uh, and then they're like, oh, Carrie, we get it. We get what your boobs are all about. Here's the bra (laughs) you need. You pick out a style you like. You pick a color you like. You pay money for it. You knew that was coming. Mm -hmm. And then it comes to you and you put it on the boobs. They've also got tagless labels, lightweight memory foam cups. All the features. All the features. And every customer has two months to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. And if you don't like it, whatever, just return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to someone in need. I love that. What a great policy. Yeah. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off their first orders. Hey, so go to thirdlove.com slash oh no right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash oh no for 15% off today. But wait, that's not all. Oh, you got more? I have more to say mm-hmm. while I've got you here, Ross, because I have a secret. I actually mentioned Third Love, I mean, in part because I love them, mm-hmm. I love their bras, mm-hmm. but also because they support our show. Yes. But they're not the only ones who support our show. Ooh, I think I know who does that. Okay. Squarespace. Oh, you got it. Pop quiz completed by the Blotch Town. And if you haven't already associated in your mind Squarespace with website design, Well, that's what it does. Mm -hmm. Squarespace is a site for creating other sites. Mm -hmm. So you go there, you sign up, you get access to templates created by world-class designers. Whoa. You can create a a whole site. You can put it together without even making a purchase yet. You make sure, Mm -hmm. first of all, Mm -hmm. you like this thing. You get to kick the tires. Then you pull the trigger. Then you sign up. Then you use our offer code. Whew. That's a good system. And I don't know what you do for a living. Maybe you're... 
I, uh, I think I've told you what I do. For uh, maybe you're a makeup artist. I don't know. I've never seen you before. <laughs> maybe you're a nutritionist. Got me. Maybe you're a wellness coach or <laughs> probably not that if you're listening to this show, but maybe. Who knows? Maybe you're a record label exec. I have no idea what you do, Ross Blotcher, but whatever <laughs> it is, you can make a website for your business. Yeah. Or maybe you just want to do it for yourself. Maybe you're a writer. Maybe you're an amateur photog. I don't know. You know, I could be all those things and I could create a website about them with a powerful e-commerce functionality, a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions. Whoa, .horse? That's one of them. Hey. And 24-7 award-winning customer support. So check out squarespace.com slash ono for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use our offer code. It's ono to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And remember, boobs are round, the internet is square. So we'd had our fun at the mystery spot. We'd we'd bought lots of loot and we carried it back to the car. And then we went over to visit uh, my dad and stepmom. <laughs> so All in Diane Blotcher, everybody. So I took this picture, you know, said like, oh, let's get a picture of you and your family. But what I really wanted a picture of was the fact that they wear the same outfit as each other every single day. That's right. At church, she wears a dress, he wears a suit. Everywhere else, yes, they have matching shirts for all shirts. So Every day. <laughs> so if you wondered how Ross got this wholesome, this is how. <laughs> So for, yeah, well over 20 years, near on 30 years, they've been wearing the same shirts. So when you buy one for one parent, you got to buy one for the other. So Carrie had never met them before, and they were excited to meet you, and you were sick and bedraggled, but... Yeah, they were great. Yeah. They're really sweet. They showed us around the house, and we got to show off... Okay, so, so what you're not seeing for anybody who's not here is me sitting at Old Groner, and uh, I'm very proud of this, and I'm proud of my dad for keeping this running all these years. This is uh, 486... Uh, DX2, so like this is a souped up 486. I'm hearing a uh-huh, yeah, oh yeah. And what you see there, that is not a blue screen of death. This is in the days of Windows 3.1, and it runs Windows 3.1. You can launch it. My dad wrote in MS-DOS this menu system that lets you navigate between the various... <laughs> I'm loving these nods of recognition. Yes, yes, I have done that. So you can go program in, in basic, or you can type in 11 like I always did and get to the games menu. So yeah, so I was showing, I was showing Carrie the games menu, Commander Keen, still running, original, yeah. This computer has a floppy drive. What else? Oh, oh yeah, so first we noticed the iOmega zip drive, because that was attached, it was like on a serial port. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm glad you're enjoying this geekery with me. Still running. I actually have a stack of zip disks I need to take over there and <laughs> just check. But the one under the CD-ROM, which was very new at the time, the one under the CD-ROM, I don't think you identified that or knew what that was. Right, yeah. What is it? Uh, can anybody see that, what that is? No, above the floppy drive. You got it. Five what? and a quarter. Uh, yes, we've got a CD-ROM. We've got three and a half inch floppy drive. We've got iOmega zip disk, and we've got five and a quarter floppy drive. So many data formats. I'm proud to say, though, they asked me to guess the year that it was born, and I was one year off. Okay, so I said 1994, and it was 1993? Yeah. Yeah, very impressive. Uh, I wear glasses. <laughs> So I was showing Carrie uh, all the games that I used to play all the time in a, a longer podcast. I'd totally geek out on all of these. But the important thing was that we had Captain Bible still running. 
So this came from On Disc Monthly. To defeat a cyber lie, you had to uh, collect verses. And so he would say a lie to you, and then you would choose a verse that would counteract his lie, defeat that cyber lie, and you'd continue on your adventure. Now, I should note, as we approached, Ross had to pee pretty bad, but he did this first. We've got priorities. And they showed us around the house, showed us all the flowers, and Carrie asked to have one of the lemons from their lemon tree. Yeah, so they had this lemon. Well, first they told us a pun. Anyway, then they were like, oh, and here's our lemon tree. It's producing. And I said, oh, can I take a lemon? I've had a cold. I can put in my tea. Diane said yes. And then I said, you know, our, our audience would probably take some if you want. And she was like, and so... I like how excited you are for lemons. Yeah. I was going to say, let's throw them at the... No. Wait, I'm going to throw them. What were you going to do? Oh, okay. I I just remember, like, hitting someone in the face with something I threw before. Oh, cool. Your turn. Uh, Lemon. Lemon. Everyone's... (laughs) And they're all signed. All right. With witty phrases, mostly written by Carrie. (laughs) It took us a good ten minutes to figure out what you write on a lemon. So, Dad and Diane had been hearing stories of our adventures for so many years. They'd heard your voice, and they finally got to meet you. That was fun. Yeah. All right, so, now we leave Scotts Valley, and we head toward San Francisco. city. Yeah. Yeah. Does does anyone know about this? So, as we were driving, I said, we were on 17. I I took out the definite article, because we don't do that in Northern California. (laughs) That's right. That's right. I'm not so reprogrammed that I don't remember. (laughs) So, as we were driving on 17, I said, oh, somewhere around here, there's one of those uh, utopian uh, communities. And, okay, I'm feeling super sick at this point, but there's one way to get me to stop the car anyway. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, we have to go see the utopian cult. We have to. So Carrie's looking it up as we approach, and she realizes that it's been bought by... Scientologists. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they like to buy buildings. Bought by this family that are like the biggest whales within Scientology. That, what? <laughs> you know, like, you know, the, the ones who give a ton of money. Is that what they're called? In, well, in whales? gambling, it's, you know, oh. a whale, right? That's somebody. A shark? Who, yeah. yeah. Wait. That's a, like, so wh- a shark is a person who takes your money. Stop the show. A, st- a shark is a person who manipulates you out of your money. Right, yeah. A whale like is a, a person pool who shark. gives you the money. Well, a whale is someone like, oh, let's give them free steaks and free nights in the hotel because oh. you know they have a ton of money and they're going to spend it in your uh, gambling house. Mm, so, okay. so for Scientology, they know they keep coming up with these, you know, third order meritorious, you know, like some great level of giving so they can have some new title to encourage them to give another, you know, 50 million. And here's a weird thing. This family's last name is Duggar, but isn't the Duggars. Just a different religious family called the Duggars. Yeah, the people with all the kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, as we're approaching Holy City, there's all kinds of signs saying, don't come this way, don't take this Stay road. Out. Private property, do not enter. We're like, got it, entering. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> They've got security cameras on this. So this is the front building facing the old Santa Cruz Road. And a little bit about Holy City, uh, they had their own radio station. Called KFQU? KFQU? I, I How would you pronounce that? That's like... KFQU. I love how... That's how I'd say that. I love how, like, if you try to pronounce FCC, 
Oh, true. Uh, anyway, so um, <laughs> I can't remember what eventually was their ending, but you know they flourished for years and they they had like a lot of facilities and you know one of these. They fun- had, according to the Wikipedia page, I haven't actually sourced this. They had seventy-five men and four women. Hmm. What's happening there? There's a story there. There's a Smurf situation, and then. Uh, and then <laughs> That took me a moment. <laughs> yeah, so they had a restaurant, they had a radio station, and they had a peep show, but they were celibate. Yeah, what are you peeping at? Yeah. I mean, I guess you don't have to fuck it to see it. Of course they had a restaurant. You, you of may course they me. did. Uh, so here we are walking around, and there's uh, security cameras and various signs. It looks like, oh, that, that's got to be exciting. What's behind the double doors? It's this uh, long, low-lying building. Uh, and it's just it's just part of a very large area. Apparently, a lot of this holy city uh, burned down mysteriously right after they all left. But this remains, this one building. It hasn't been raised to the ground yet. I don't know if there's plans for it. Uh, so, yeah, we didn't get too far. But it was very exciting just to see a little bit of this uh, place we'd heard about. Yeah. Okay. But. But. We're here. We're with you. Let's do another investigation. We're... <laughs> We're here in this now moment, as Jerry Powell would want us to be. Thank you, whoever understood that reference. That's the guy who runs Rhythmia. Oh, my God, speaking of Rhythmia, before we do anything else, does anyone know what's coming? (laughs) Carrie is holding up a bottle of ayahuasca tincture. So for those of you who don't know, we went to a place called Rhythmia in Costa Rica in January 2018. Carry on. And uh, Ross did ayahuasca. I did not. And uh, But they said, it's okay if you can't do it, because I was on a medicine that's no good. If you can't do it, it's okay. You can do the homeopathic tincture, and that is as strong or stronger. I'm here to tell you it is not stronger. But so this has the uh, the tincture in it, and then it also has a little bit of holy water from Amma the Hugging Saints that I've put in there. So what you do is you shake it up, and you put three sprays under your tongue, and then you're high as fuck. That's oh. not true. Nothing happens. But we're going to pass it around. Tripping balls. <laughs> All right, and while Carrie hands that out for you to pass around, I have here one of the Hershey's Kisses that was blessed by Amma, the Hugging Saint. Oh, I should say, for the, for the tincture, it does have a tiny bit of alcohol in it for anybody who doesn't partake. Okay, what should we do to give out this blessed that, that was held Ooh. by Amma in her hand? Okay, how about... Give it unconditionally. Give it unconditionally. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what she'd do. Um, yeah, it'd be 108 dollars. No. <laughs> okay, how about whoever, the first person who can tell you what your mantra was? Oh, yeah, if you can name either of the mantras. I'm, I'm I, gonna I saw a hand. Oh, right yes, there. hand. Jay Baga Jay Baga Jay. And someone told us that that was probably. Oh, yes. Oh, shoot. Someone wrote to us and had a very good theory about it. Why is it not coming I to me? I don't remember either. But it was a particular word that they were like, oh, this is a common Yeah, and I, we were phrase. very impressed with and that. And then they, they mentioned, I was like, well, what about duru, duru, duru? And she was like, do you think they were saying guru, guru, guru? Guru, like, guru, yes, guru, guru. Yeah. Yes, I do. All right, good job. You win. 
Yay! Now you can keep it or you can eat it and then it's part of you forever, but whatever you think is appropriate. All right, Vamp, I'm going to look up what that was. Um, cool. Um, my birthday's in July and... Or you can like carry on with the investigation. Oh, okay. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to bring a couple people up here to investigate something with us. So this is something that we've had since 2016, but haven't had an opportunity to test it. So there is a company called Rainbow Optics, and they sell these tinted glasses that supposedly influence your mood. So the different uh, colors that they offer have different properties. And um, I won't give away what they are because we're about to test them. But as an example, and this isn't true, let's say uh, brown makes you feel familial. I don't know. Um, and so you put them on and it influences the brown chakra. Again, not true. We actually wrote to them in 2016 and said, hey, you know, someone suggested your product to us. Would you like us to test it? We'll, we'll take free ones. <laughs> and, uh, and they said, sure. And so they very good-naturedly sent us this box of them, and they were like, cool, we'll sit on this for four years. <laughs> oh, yes, Ross. Ross, oh. is it? Oh, this, we're looking at their website right now. We've got a lady wearing kind of magenta shades. And right now, if you guys act fast, you could get some yellow ones. That's a screenshot from today. And they say 300 free yellow translucents as long as they last. You just have to put in your email address and get a fucking 6,000 emails in like a year. Uh, Wait. I got so many. Let me show you the emails. <laughs> they like to email. What are you looking for? I forget now. Oh, yeah. I'm looking for Jay Bagage. What that? Yeah. Uh... Did you just start oh. reading your email? <laughs> I did not. I started with the Google Docs. I thought uh, I'd put it in one. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> this is AJ Prakash. He says, my guess is that she may have been saying Jai Bhagavan during your hug. Uh, this is a generic Sanskrit prayer, which means glory to God. Glory yeah. to God. Well, there that makes go. sense. Yeah, that makes total sense. Thank you, AJ. All right, I'm, I'm back. I'm engaged. Right. <laughs> no, I'm engaged. Oh. I know. Thank you. Thank you. So here are the glasses. You can see the, the varieties of these. I do not know what they're supposed to do, but you do. I sure do. So I will be the administrator of the single-blinded test. Um, and we have a special guest to come up and help us test these. Please come up, Rebecca Watson. Rebecca Watson. Where's she at? I didn't know this was BYOS. Bring your own stool. Join us. Hi. Oh, wow. That's a light. Yeah. All Ross, right. I'm about to change your whole goddamn life. Do it. By the oh. way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you knew this, but if you just like open up your phone and then just go L E V E L. Oh, level. oh, that's right. There yeah, is a built-in. Actually, isn't it? There's a level here. Isn't it right there with the compass? Or it's is it? right. It's right here. You're so right. I you didn't don't have... actually have to show up to places. <laughs> With an entire spirit level? With an entire... Okay, okay, But that might just Rebecca. be your own personal big dick move. I don't know. <laughs> All right, tell me, which is more fun? 
my big yellow. Uh, look at this. I have two levels, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is better? Uh, which which this would be or this? I don't know. Uh, which one um, is closer they to They can't like, just shout out this. None of this. So. <laughs> Let's hear it for this. <laughs> this is, that's the big yellow clumsy one that just barely fits in my backpack. And here's the phone one. All right. Point made. Or what about no, no, that's having a very good sex tip. with someone? <laughs> or like, you know, doing other things. All right. Okay. Okay. That's better. Uh, okay. No, no. Fair point. This one has a laser pointer. Does your phone have a laser pointer? Oh, no. That's a good point. All my right. phone doesn't have a... Rest no, I stand case. corrected. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This, this is a good life hack. Yeah. I'm just, tr- I'm just here to help. So, Rebecca, you are a fan of science. I am? Uh, you're a writer, you're a host, you're a very funny person. Thank you. I was trying to think of the best phrase for you last night, and I was like, she's so cool. She's oh. so effortlessly cool. Oh. And then I started thinking about it, and I was like, Ross and I are going to look like such nerds. Why'd we invite her? <laughs> oh, no. And I came out here and called you guys nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I was like waiting backstage, I'm like, I'm going to go out there and call them nerds. <laughs> No, but Rebecca does, <laughs> Rebecca does a great analysis of sort of pop science writing and reporting, and you uh, should go and support her at patreon.com slash Rebecca. That's me. Which she should yeah. be rewarded for just getting. She, yeah, yeah. Rebecca's I'm an early the, adopter. You're the creator of Skeptic. I am. Skeptic, yeah. And you, you also have your own trivia show. I do. I have a show called Quizotron. It's a combination of science and comedy. It's where comedians compete against scientists to see who knows more about science or is funnier. (laughs) Have have we settled that issue? I mean, honestly, the scientists usually win. So (laughs) that might, you know, that just might be me picking bad comedians. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. So we're going to have you. Oh, wait, put, wait, and oh. we're, we're doing a Quizatron on Sunday. Oh yes. So if you're around here on Sunday at Piano Fight at the hour of 10 p.m. Because what else are you doing at 10 p.m. on a Sunday? Right, Not hanging out with your family. Right here in San Francisco. <laughs> right here in San Francisco. Where they shot part of the jazz singer. You know, <laughs> and you know what? If you're going to be out at 10 p.m. in San Francisco, you're going to want to be in the Tenderloin, and there so. You go. <laughs> So come on out. Uh. <laughs> it's also, I believe Sunday night is a time that you are allowed to wear a, an outfit that matches your spouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday morning, no. Yeah, Sunday no. Night. That's a callback to Ross's parents. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it. I, I saw yeah. that no, part that was earlier. Good. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to bring up a few more volunteers and have y'all try on these glasses. And then together you're going to try to guess what they're supposed to make you feel. Now, can I try them on over my actual glasses? Or? I don't see why not. Okay. <laughs> I didn't uh, want that to affect the Yeah, were there any experiment. disclaimers on the website about yeah. that? I don't think so. So actually, the website is very careful about not being specific about what their claim is. So, you know, they say stuff about how all these colors represent different chakras. And, well, those chakras have to do with these different <laughs> feelings. Okay. But they don't actually say... We're going to make you feel more loving or whatever it is. Yeah, they're very they're careful. They're talking about how their aesthetic is expressive, emotional, playful, and draws inspiration from 80s culture. But <laughs> these glasses are also supposed to kind of make you feel certain emotions. Okay, so like we're going to put these on and say what emotion it makes us feel. Yes, we are. So, Rebecca, do you want to pick the first pair and then we'll bring I up mean, some people? It's kind of an obvious choice, isn't it? <laughs> oh, okay. She's got... 
heart-shaped Orange glasses. Orange heart-shaped glasses. God, I wonder what feeling those are supposed to make you feel. So uh, Vengeance. <laughs> on, on the screen here, uh, Carrie's blanked this out, so we can't tell which glasses we're talking oh. about. But blank is a dynamic healing color on both spiritual and physical levels. Blank Good. is the color of blank chakra and can awaken blank. Ooh. Hmm? I'm going to go on a murder spree. That's what these glasses are doing for me. So there They're you just go. filling me with rage. <laughs> oh, you're looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the only Look white man here. <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean pale yellow man. Now, if you had to attack someone quickly, would you rather have this? Or this? Yeah. See? Well, I normally mean, I do my attacking with the phone, but yeah, for physical altercations, you're right. This you has can got call 911 with the phone. Some heft to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we do need four volunteers who will wear these other four glasses, and guess what they make you feel? Oh, God, I don't know how to pick. That's more than four. Pick the yellow person in the back. If that means something to you, come forth. That's a joke because my glasses are yellow. Oh! Oh. I think I can officially say at this point that this episode is brought to you by the color yellow (laughs) because we have the Mystery Spot logo, we have the Banana Slug, we have the Lemons. This level, which is more yellow than anybody's phone here, Wow, you're going to But gonna those are orange, right? Are those they? are orange. Yeah, but looking through them, she's oh, seeing... Oh, okay, she's I'm seeing, seeing like, the, the spotlight that's right in my face. That's why she's yellow. looking at the um, world Is that person still trying to find their way glasses? up to the stage? There are stairs over here, or you can go through that curtain and up and... That's complicated. There's stairs over here. <laughs> Work your way through Carrie, the audience. They're friendly. death? Oh, yes, please. Partake. This is just water, it's right? A can, it's a can of water. That's it's right. water for men who don't want to be <laughs> but well, it's, too it's not a bottle of water. water. Yeah, what's cool about it is that apparently this is much more recyclable than plastic. And mm-hmm. so they give five cents for every purchase to uh, cleaning up the shit in the oceans. Oh. So yeah. when you're, when you you're look- stupid now, don't you? No, it's still a really stupid name. I like I how I fight back on the level and you fight back on liquid death. Yeah, like I would, I would literally choke a turtle to death rather than drink <laughs> Come water to our show, club. Rebecca. We'll fight you. <laughs> we have our first volunteer. What's your name? Celia. Okay, and Celia, which colors speak to you? We have magenta, blue, orange, and green. I'm an A's fan, so I'll go with the green. Oh, <laughs> all right, athletics fan, Oakland Ooh. Athletics. Wait, are they still okay. Oakland? They're yes. still Oakland. Always and forever. Always and okay. forever. Oh, good, okay. My baseball knowledge is frozen yeah, when no. I was 10. Not forever, actually. They used to be the Philadelphia Athletics. Oh, but, uh, we, brought a, we brought a trivia expert. Well, you know. My grandma was a fan. Nice. <laughs> Philly represent? Hmm? Oh, I literally can't see anyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can see you with the glasses right here in the front. But then I feel I need to pick somebody in the... Can I pick someone in the back? Can I pick another person? Okay, standing at the bar with the bun on your head. Yeah. Oh. That's all I can see. You're a silhouette. Yeah. Like, you're like a Simpsons character. Way like, to work can, with shapes. <laughs> I can see your silhouette. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what? With the beard, beardy man. Come on up. Yeah, yeah, come on up. Yeah, sure. I feel like, you know, we need a man, I guess. Oh, wait, is there another one? I get one more? Uh, Was I supposed to keep picking? <laughs> no, but that's okay. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, do we have, oh, no, we have four now. Okay, great. Okay, uh, so we have orange, I'm blue, sorry, and there magenta. were just so many people with their I'll hands up, and I'm like, all. they all seem so nice. <laughs> I 
Let's bring them we all We appreciate here. your enthusiasm. <laughs> oh, whoa. She says it, she chooses oh. that one, but really it chooses her. Oh, oh, those look good on you. Nice. Okay. And who are our other volunteers? What's your name? I'm Kelsey. Hello, Kelsey. You've chosen magenta. Uh, this is stylish. Reason. Wait, I need to get a photo of pink. this. Yeah. Uh, whoa. Okay. <laughs> says it's pink. I've seen the website, and it's magenta. We'll get to you, Rebecca Jesus. Um, okay, right. and what's your name? I like being Isaac. the center of attention. And uh, why'd you pick blue, Isaac? Because it matches the rest of my suit. That's oh, yeah, that's suit. a very yeah. nice it suit. It fits the outfit, definitely. Thank I was you. not informed we were dressing up today. Yeah, yeah. Really sharp. Thank <laughs> you. Only... one had to. Oh, rude. I mean, rude. I'm wearing a blazer. Not intended as such. Uh, okay, no, and your I liked name? it. I liked it. Rowan. Rowan, and why'd you pick red? the last option okay that's a good reason it's good and as you say they chose you that's how they chose to choose you you know i'm gonna move you closer so you don't feel like i don't know b celebrities in this podcast excuse me i'm the b celebrity there c's at least (laughs) you are all looking fantastic you can all crowd around the mic because we will need your input so we're not going to swap and see if we agree. Yeah, keep them on. You can. I'll tell you the rules, and then you'll oh, okay. know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump in. <laughs> so, okay. So what you're going to do is... I don't know how is... to sit on stools. Oh, wow. Well, we're all learning do tonight. Do go up here? Um, I don't know. What we're going to do is, first of all, we just need to note, this is an interview that the CEO of this company made where he talked about chromotherapy and elaborated on what that is. And said, that is what we are testing. Right. Oh. He Chromotherapy. Said, Imagine standing in a room that is all one color, like all yellow or all blue. The feeling of the room is very different depending on the color. Interior designers use this to set the mood for a room. Observing the world through our color lenses will have the same effect. That all makes there sense. There you go. So, uh, yeah. so using this philosophy... <laughs> you bought it in great. So using this philosophy, we're going to tell you what the different feelings are and you're going to guess which pair you've got. Is anybody if feeling headachey yet? <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> what are you feeling? She said acid. Um, do you guys, Please make you... your jokes on mic. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to push that mic up, if someone wants to be the brave leader of the group. Is, is epilepsy an option? Um, oh. oh, oh, maybe we should have given a warning. Uh-oh. You feeling okay? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Isaac got the strobe glasses. <laughs> Now, here's a cool fact about me. I host this show. I'm very prepared. I got a master's in journalism, and I left the list of what each color is upstairs. So, Ross, if you can vamp. Well, that's vamp. I'm just going to walk off stage now. Does this slide help? No? Okay. Oh, my turn to vamp. Okay, well, hello, everybody. You know, we talked about uh, photography, but we have Thomas Delgado in the audience taking photos, uh, which we greatly appreciate. He happens to be my cousin as well, so this is a real family operation. Thank you, Thomas. Is he wearing the same shirt that you're wearing? No. That's not just a thing your family does. Wait, was he? I think he was. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and the weird thing, he was, he was wearing the same shoes and had the same haircut. No, he had and the he opposite shoes. And he told me that I should call him Ross. <laughs> we remember this differently. <laughs> oh, Carrie's, Ross, Carrie's back. Ross, he's going to kill you. Hey, Carrie's back. Hey, what's up? Okay, so we're going to show you what the different glasses do. I think that's on the next slide, Ross. Cool. And then I have the list that says the answers. Okay, so... Oh, well, the background on this is orange, so I know it's about me. <laughs> okay, so listen carefully. One of you has the duality glasses. 
Now these increase your respect for the sacredness of life. So think about, do, do am I feeling that yeah, right that now? is that you? Um, you don't have to answer right now, but think about it. Think about I it. I have <laughs> less respect for life at this point. Oh, like interesting. It just really just filled me with a seething rage. Oh, cool. Okay. The second one is communication glasses. These make you calm, relaxed, and reassured. The third, love glasses. God, I wonder which ones those are. <laughs> um, those purify, open, uplift, and awaken. Then emotions glasses, which seems like a catch-all. <laughs> Those give you stability, balance, quieting the mind. Wait, I'm sorry, harmony. you didn't tell me that one pair was survival glasses. <laughs> that's the most important pair. That's, that's my favorite. Because the explanation is that they make you feel more grounded. That doesn't help my survival. No, and this is the opposite of the Captain Planet people where it's like, you know, one is useless. This is like, You want to give this reference survival. that way. Oh. So this is like Captain Planet where... <laughs> Yeah, I you remember. You know how Captain the one Planet. guy is heart, and it's like, what the fuck the, is they that? They combine their rings together. <laughs> yeah, but totally, one is heart. Yeah. Like one guy can set things yeah. on fire, uh, right? And the other guy is heart. Well, someone's oh, got to be yeah, heart. Like no, this totally. is the opposite of that, where like only one pair of glasses is worth anything, and that's the survival <laughs> glasses. And yeah. I think we should fight for them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you what? Are well, you just leaving? <laughs> well, she's asking if she okay, can keep them. So. Here's how, here's how the rules go. That's a good go. question. You're all going to try to figure out which ones you've got. If you get it right individually, you get to keep your glasses. If all five of you get it right, on this stage, I will call Jerry from Rhythmia and ask him if I can come back. Uh, Jerry sued us, so the answer is probably no. Okay. Uh, Only one way to find out, for sure. Guys, I think I might have love. So, okay, we'll let you guys caucus because it does, it behooves you to get on the same page here. For the podcast audience, my glasses are literally shaped like hearts. Correct. So I have a strong Okay, so so once again, do you want to go over them again, Ross? All right, duality glasses, communication glasses, love glasses, emotions glasses, and survival glasses. So you should be feeling one of these emotions... Okay, let's say let's say I'm a I'm a zombie and I'm coming at the four of you. Who steps forward Who to confront me? I would do the I'm duality for sure. So yeah, you're okay. not survival. Okay, you step into, ahead. into the mic. Commentary into the mic. I might under these conditions try to talk the zombie down, oh, which okay. means I would promptly die. Yeah, so you're the, not survival. Does that make yeah, you the emotions class? You might be emotions. I feel like I'm the communications ones actually. Communications. Oh. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So come stand over here. You will be communication. Okay. So blue communication. I don't know. Blue to me says emotions. Okay. Like tears, crying. Or like <laughs> calm. Oh, calm. The way, the way you I'm are. Right. Blue is totally yeah, communication. I, I feel free to look at the audience. Go with your loved ones as well. Pull the audience. This is like Price is Right rules. You can. Any strong feelings out here? They use the blue glasses. To okay. Oh, a lot are, of are we are locking down blue as communication? Food. Okay. To All right. Trigger yeah. food. Okay. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. No, no, no. Come to this side of the stage. Well, uh, like there have been dietitians that have said if you wear blue glasses while you're eating, it changes how you perceive the food, so you don't eat as much. I've heard oh. that because it reminds you of mold. So yeah. Yeah. I think that really is. Why. I, you, I don't know. You're being more calm. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> 
so then I really hope that I'm right because I'd really like to keep these. Also, a lot of celebrities wear blue glasses, so maybe. Oh, remember? Okay. Are we all agreed that Rebecca is love with the heart-shaped glasses? That's the, the don't first time a live audience has ever agreed that Rebecca is love. <laughs> I'll feel bad if I led you wrong, but I do not know the correct. He answer. really doesn't. Okay, orange. Uh, we're going with love. Okay, so we have three left. I think you are feeling the duality. Do you feel okay. like life is Someone more sacred no. to you okay, than so normal? What are our remaining colors here? are full of here. opinions. When's um, the last time you killed anyone or anything? I feel like I'm seeing double. Okay. <laughs> Did you so have the tincture? that gives oh. me a right. dual aspect right off the bat. I'm just doing deductive reasoning. What are the other So things? it doesn't make you decisive. Oh. We know so we've that. Got, we've got well, survival. Um, we've survival. got emotions. And we've got duality. So who's our duality? Oh, so this is what the website says they all do so for you. I'm supposed to feel an increased respect for the sacredness of life. If, if that's what If you have duality, you have. correct. Totally. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Because so you were feeling okay, that already. You choose duality. Oh, okay. okay, duality we're, it is. Come on. We're over locking here. you down on duality. Okay. <laughs> one of you is emotions and one of you is survival. So, the two genders. <laughs> the one with emotions should like feel angry or something, or yeah. something. Should yeah. Feel something. I, mean, I well, see, I've I've like waited no. too long because I have the green, which makes me think oh. of Kermit, and it's not easy being green. Okay. I'm thinking nature, but this is a long not. walk. No, Where was that not. going though? You can. <laughs> Okay, now hang on. This is interesting. I I like the thought process. Yeah, this is a little bit of a prisoner's dilemma. If you think that one of these people already stole your shit, you can say, no, no. You can can go rogue. You can. It just means everyone won't win. But you, you might. I don't think that green is survival because it would... No, no, it totally is. I don't actually care what you don't think it is. I care what oh, you do. shit. Do. I think Carrie's right. wearing oh. the emotions glasses. <laughs> You've got emotions and survival. I, I think I, emotions? Or you emotion. can okay. rogue. If you or want. you can pick one of the ones from before. Yeah. yeah Steal I, it back. It's like white elephant. What do you think you are? You think you're duality? Is that where you're going with the nature thing? I think so. I duality? Mean, yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Because it says life. I think okay. you're right. You've been I challenged you for duality. duality. Yeah. We, we can rock, paper, scissors it. Okay. No. What's All right, your come fallback? over here. Yeah, do you have a fallback? Are like, you, you emotions or survival? They can have the same one. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. That, it's just she I threw them all under so the bus. So can mean the same thing? Yes. So which, yeah, which one do you think yours is? Oh, you, so you have to tell yeah. us which one you think She has freed but you But they from... might be wrong. You might be right. Yeah, well. Nobody thinks they have survival? Do you think yeah. they have survival? What do you think? I mean, out of all five, what, do you, what speaks to you? Like, I could see Tank Girl wearing those. I kind of feel like survival. More than anything yeah. else. Okay. okay. I don't Great. know what it yeah. means. Okay. But Great, but you're right. surviving. Perfect. You're survival. Okay, survival. Come okay. on over here. Carrie's right. going to reveal Carrie's the so answer. fed up with our shit. <laughs> <laughs> we got the five-minute line. I'm moving it along. All right, so we're sticking with what you said originally, Okay. Who has magenta? You. Okay. Survival. Magenta. You said survival? That is duality. Oh, no. You should have felt an increased respect for the sacredness of life. Okay, blue. I'm just tripping balls. You had blue, and you guessed it was communication. Made you calm, relaxed, and reassured, and you were right. Yes! 
He keeps the glasses. Nicely done, sir. Who has green? Okay, green. Oh, okay. What did you guess? You guessed duality as well. Green is, get this, love. Oh, no! It purifies, opens, uplifts, and awakens. Have I been misled by the hearts? Gets them every time. Never Uh, judge them glasses by their frames. How else would you judge glasses? It's ridiculous. All right, Um, what's next? Okay, and then red. Who had red? Oh, yeah. Okay, you had red, and you said also duality? Okay, red is survival. Survival. Feel more grounded. I get it. Bloodlust. I get it. Yeah. Uh, And orange is emotions. Emotions. (laughs) All of them. I'm the least emotional person I know. (laughs) (laughs) It makes you stable, balanced, quiet the mind, and harmony. I'm the least stable person I know. Well, Well, the glasses glasses will change that. Rebecca. Uh, well, thank you to all our participants, and you knew it was coming. Just keep the damn glasses. Yeah. <laughs> you get glasses. You get glasses. Does you get glasses. Does anybody want hearts? I don't really. I can't wear glasses because I wear glasses. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> Do any of you up here? Would you rather have hearts than the glasses you chose? Thank no? you, everybody. No. Very well done. Very well done. <laughs> I see you. With thank you. Glasses. Thank you so much. Well, thank you to all our volunteers. And Rebecca, we have we have something special for you. Oh, do I have something The else? mystery spot, Rebecca Lane. Ooh. Oh, thank you. Thank I you know so- exactly where I'm going to put this. She Held put it, it right to next crotch. to her landing strip. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. Is that everything? Did we do all the things? I think we have to give away some other things. Let's give them away I real think quickly. You're right. Okay, Ross has what is that? Your numerology. This is my sheet? numerology sheet with my numbers broken down, explaining why I am a three, four, three, two, two, five, seven. So I, I'm a lot of things. Who wants this? Oh, okay. I think I saw that hand shoot up first. If you want to come out uh, and please grab pick it. things that you've actually listened to the episode and they mean something to you. You seemed excited. Thank you. You're welcome. Who wants, oh, and all these things are signed by both of us. Who wants my copy of Sacred Commerce? I saw you first. A terrible book. How about a copy of National Sunday Law? One day we will all have to worship on Sunday. Right here. It, yes, You're someone welcome. asked that's from the Seventh-day Adventists. It is. Uh, and then we have Ekinkar, Ancient Wisdom for Today. Oh, oh, okay. Did that land in the aisle? <laughs> okay, so this, this is the SD card upon which we have recorded about 90% of our episodes, and it's, it's falling, falling apart. apart. The chip falls out, but I actually, I put it back in the computer today after I kind of pushed this in its spot, so watch out, it'll fall apart. I could still read files off of it, so it has our new episode in raw format, hasn't been edited yet. If you want to hear it in advance, It is not the one from Costa Rica. Don't put it on the internet. Okay. Oh, oh, I like your reaction. Oh yay! Oh, so happy. I well, didn't hurt anybody. I don't know how to throw bumper stickers. Well, you so. know what? After the show, we'll stick around, come up, talk to us, and uh, we'll have some bumper stickers. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll give one to each person. Twenty-one of them, or something. Well, that's it for our show. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, San Francisco. Thank you for coming out on this cold and wet night. Thank you, Cobb's Comedy Club. Thank, thank you, you San Sketch Francisco Fest. Sketch Fest. Uh, thank you, Rebecca Watson. 
Thank you, Earth. Thank you, Rhythmia. What a fun show. Uh, that was great. When we were over our time limit, we ran off the stage. We didn't say goodbye. <laughs> so now's our opportunity to say this show has theme music written by Brian Keith Dalton. And our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. You can find us on social media at Facebook slash OnRack, O-N-R-A-C. Or at Twitter at Twitter.com slash Podcast. Or you can find us on Instagram. There's a hashtag there. That's true. Hashtag OnRack. Uh, you can support us. We are supported in part by some wonderful sponsors, but we're really supported by our listeners yes. who really make this possible. So if you want to become part of that team, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Uh, but very soon is coming our Maximum Fun Drive. That's right. Can't tell you when. It's a secret. So keep an ear out for that. That would be a really good time to support us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And remember, in the words of Mystery Spots, Lily. You guys, what's happening is the center of the Mystery Spot is exerting a force that is pushing down Abracadabra, you guys. It's pushing down on the billiard ball, forcing it out of the cabin. Let's see if it's a good roll. I hope it works this time. Yes, it worked. Hey, J. Keith. Hey, Helen. I hear you have a true-false quiz you want me to finish. I do. Here we begin. We host a trivia game show podcast on the Max Fun Network called Go Fact Yourself. True. Correct. The show is all about celebrity guests answering trivia questions about things J. Keith enjoys. False. We sometimes don't talk about baseball or cats. Thank God. It's questions about things they enjoy. Next, we bring on surprise experts every episode. True. Correct. Final question. It's just the two of us sitting alone with these guests. False. Correct. We have a live audience at the Angel City Brewery. See? You can hear Go Fact Yourself every first and third Friday of the month. And if you don't listen, you can go fact yourself. True. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.